Hey everyone, it's your GM Peck here. So we split this episode up into two parts because I felt like it was getting a little long in the last one. So this is the second half of it. I'm almost certain you could tell immediately how drunk everyone is. But uh, I guess it's just part of the fun. Episode 18, here we go. So I'm still frozen, correct? Yeah, you're definitely frozen to the ground. We have Avos frozen to the ground, and the ravine in front of you is filling with lava pretty quickly. Well, the, at least you'll be melted out of that ice soon. Um, so I'm going to make the ultimate gift to Strom. Well, well, hold on, hold on. And, I can uh, probably just get you out of that ice, right? I know, I know. But let me try this first, because I would rather appease her again instead of destroying her magic. So I'm going to take my green coin my green Sylvester's coin and you, place where it... Where did you get a three have, green Sylvester's coin that. from? You don't I have definitely that. have one in my bag. We use them all. You definitely don't. You use them all. Alright, so then I will say a quick plea to Strom to say, release me and I'm yours forever. I'm gonna say this is a parlay. You're gonna roll plus... You're gonna roll parlay, so you're gonna roll plus cha charisma. Don't ever say that again. Avos isn't very charismatic. I have a negative one for charisma. <laughs> Wow, that explains a lot. That's five. As you say that, you feel the ice creep up above your waist. You're more stuck into the ground than you were a moment ago. I go over to it and cast Prestignation on it and warm it up to melt the ice. And I I uh, take a slash right at his ankle. His ankle or the ice? Yeah, the ice, like which is like aiming for his ankle to free him. Okay. So Prestignation is a small fire. And a dagger to the ankle clears away some ice, but he's still pinned to the ground. I could shoot a fireball at you. I'm going to just turn into a rock dillo and shatter the ice that's surrounding me. Okay, I'll let you roll for that. That's an 11. And that's a success. Describe how you turn into a rock dillo while covered in ice. So I'm obviously kind of freezing to the ground here. So even though my legs can't really move, I... I stretch myself out because obviously I have to grow large and my shell forms or my like my rigid back forms first and I'm I'm kind of sta- obviously because I'm in the ice I'm standing on my my hind legs and my other arm my arms turn into large rockdillo legs and uh, and then I kind of just slam the ground and something happened to you that's never happened to you before as you shifted into this animal, you could feel skin tearing from your legs as it's pulled off by Strom's ice. You're going to take 1d6 damage. Uh, five. All right. You take five damage, but you are now a rock dillo, and you are free from the ice. All right. Um, so then I will... If you're trying to shed, it's not going to work, because that happened when you were a human. Uh, okay. Well, then, then let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, so you have three hold too. I imagine you're gonna stay in Rockdillo form. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stay in Rockdillo form. And as like I turn my back to run, I uh, mm, no, never mind. Okay, so you all run out of the cave. Behind you, you hear the bubbling of lava. You don't feel cold. Obviously, the frigid icy cave is now lukewarm at the least. 
and as soon as you break free of the cave into the light, into the blind and light, because it's covered with trees that are on fire, the same kind of glow and fire this dragon breathes, you see more lava flowing down the mountain. What do you do? Price, we really fucked up this time. Huh? <laughs> it's the best thing you've ever said, Waslo. Uh, I don't really know. I suggest keep running. The lava is coming down from the mountain. You still have a clear shot in front of hey, you. Hey, can someone use me as a sled? Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess let's go to the let's go back to the the dwarfs uh, dwarfs camp. See if we can find anything now that it's basically ours. Okay, we'll see if you get there. So you're running down this mountain. I guess Jotaro is bobsledding on Lazlo. <laughs> yeah. There's probably a roll in there somewhere that I'm not going to do. You hear a terrifying roar, and out from the mouth of the volcano, you see that rock dragon again. Christ, whose fault is this? <laughs> he doesn't see you yet, but he's looking for you. What do you do? You know, I think we just throw Rock Boy into the fucking... right to the dragon. He's a big creature. I feel like maybe he could wrestle around with the dragon. Wait, who's Rock Boy? You. Oh, if we're throwing anyone at the dragon, it's it's uh, the robot. Yeah, wait, why would we throw me at the uh, the dragon? Yeah, because, I mean, you were talking to him in his fucking dragon speak. It was kind of suspicious. No, you woke him up. Uh, you, you poked it. You poked the dragon. Well, the dragon I, mean, is I was the only one. <laughs> to the robot. I was the only one actually trying to, like, to establish dialogue. So, you know, go fuck yourself. I also gave you a potion. Ooh. That was great. Tasted great. Thanks. <laughs> I stick Laszlo with the shadow stick and run away. <laughs> Are you oh. fucking kidding me? He has to roll for that, right? Well, I don't think you're close enough for him to actually do that because you said you were bobsledding. I don't think he's right yeah, Also, if everything's on fire, there's probably not really going to be shadows. I'm going to say that although you could do it in a normal situation, I don't think he's got a shadow to do it. All right, all right. Yeah, let's just keep moving. Hopefully he doesn't see us. Okay, I want everyone to roll 2d6 plus whatever you're going to do to not get seen by this dragon, and you can justify that to me. Be it dexterity, you're trying to be sneaky and, like, duck around trees. Uh, intelligence, you're trying, you're, you're thinking out a way that he can't see your angle. Just justify something to me and make that roll. All right, so since I'm bobsledding, I want to use agility, right? Sure, yeah, that makes sense to me. All right. And so since it's Jotaro's be... on your back, I think he's bound by your roll. Hold on, like this is as we're running? Uh, you're riding on Laszlo oh, at the okay. moment. So you, I think you're bound by his roll. Yeah, so it's going to be 2d6 plus 1. Uh-huh. So I'm going to give it a roll. All right. Hey! hey. All right. That's a success. Okay. Eat and, shit. And you're slipping and sliding through trees. Probably ahead of everyone with that yeah. roll. Yeah, my boy. And I'm, Let's go to the next person. I'm dexterously ninja running through the through the trees, oh, bouncing man. back and forth. Stay okay, low. that's a hero of the partial success. We'll get back to that. Let's see what how everyone else rolls. Um, so I'm using the angles that I see the dragon flying at to to kind of foresee where I should be moving. I'm going to remind uh, you that you are a rock dillo currently, and you are very large. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, 
I mean, you could just topple down trees, right, yeah, with the rocks? Be, you'll be seen. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to uh, I'm not gonna. Yeah, do that. Yeah, that's real sneaky. You could stand still and pretend you're a rock. No, you know what I'll do? I'll just I'll just transform into a small squirrel and uh, hide throughout the bushes. First, you're going to roll to transform into a squirrel. And then you're going to roll, I guess it would be, it's either. All right, well, it's a 10 for, so I have three, I have three hold as a squirrel. You're now a squirrel, but as we know, there are no actual squirrels here and all the squirrels are made of acorns. You still need to make another roll to be inconspicuous. I'm going to give you an additional plus one on whatever you roll because you're a lot smaller. All right, so I'm running through the forest here on the ground through the bushes, through the tangled web of uh, tree roots that are popping out of the ground. Um, so that's going to be dex. Okay. That's an eight. That's an eight. Partial success. We'll get back to that. Jiro? Jiro, you're the last roll. Just tell me what you're doing. You, it, just justify anything. If it makes sense, I'll let you do it. I mean, I do have pretty high charisma. I don't see how that would come into play. <laughs> Trying to think of something I could say to this dragon, but that would reveal your position. <laughs> Seems like a mistake. The whole, po- the whole Seems point like of this a big is mistake. the role would not be seen. <laughs> Listen, depending oh, on God. my justification, it, it it might be all right. I might save us all. Mm, I don't think that'll go that way. It's not exactly what this role is, but if you want to try to get the dragon's attention and talk to it. I'm not going to stop you. I'll avoid it by talking to him. Yeah, well, if you were a fucking Jiro, I don't have any abilities or anything that could do you that. Ha- just, think of just, just say you run through the trees and hide behind them using your dexterity. Hide behind what? The trees. A tree? Jiro, you're <laughs> saying there's a tree big enough for Jiro to hide behind. He's mad far, far up in the sky. You can hide behind, like, you know, but like underneath the trees, you know? It's not like he's, like, looking at you from, like, ten feet away. Yeah, there's a canopy. You're definitely not... Bigger well, than the canopy of a tree. Trees outside of a volcano. I thought maybe a lot. Of, like they would just be. I don't know. I mean, they're on fire. Listen, no matter sure. what you thought, talking to the dragon is not the best way to avoid the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. I'll just. I'll just hide back behind some fucking tree canopy. Why don't you use your strength to uproot a couple trees and hold them above your head so it, like they for like an umbrella of, of tree canopies as coverage. I'll let you pick up something and hold it above your head as you're running. You you will run slower, yeah, but it'll increase your chance of not being seen. Largest tree with the canopy that covers me that I can see. I like the idea of Jiro running through the forest carrying a tree because he thinks that'll make him invisible to the dragon. Yeah, roll two d six plus strength. Eventually, this dragon might have to might see a moving tree, but like, yeah, you know. I'll give it to you. I like oh, it. Jesus Christ. Sounds like something Jiro would do. Well, that's a yeah. partial success. <laughs> that's, that's partial. Okay, so here's how I'm going to paint this picture. So I was holding all the partials because I was going to make something together. Oh, okay, if okay. the majority of you passed, it would have been something different. But since the majority of you, as in three out of five, got partial successes, this is what's going to happen. This dragon comes out of the volcano and doesn't see you. He's flapping his rock wings slowly, one beat at a time. You can hear the cracking of his wings beating above you. It's loud. Every swoop of his wings sounds like thunder, and he's circling the volcano. 
as he's circling the volcano, the camera then pans to a small squirrel darting through trees, then zooms out a little bit to a rogue jumping from branch to branch, um, <laughs> probably darting under heavy tree branches, ignoring the fire because he knows it doesn't hurt him. Then it gets to a robot sledding down a mountain with a wizard on top of him. Quick. F- faster than you, you think. Uh, nimbly going through trees down the hill, probably up ramps. I think at one point you do a kickflip. And it looks cool. It's actually super impressive. And then you see a giant barbarian holding a tree, slowly marching through the forest. And I think that is the first thing the dragon tunes in on and stops and hovers and stares at this moving tree and stares at this moving tree and stares at this moving tree and flies closer to the moving tree and realizes who's under it and who's next to it, which is Ty, and who's next to him, which is Avos. What do you three do? Excellent role, Laszlo. I mean, do we notice that... this dragon notices us. You do now. Okay. All right. Well, you definitely throw the tree at it. All right. <laughs> That's what I do. Feeling extremely scared now for my life. Okay. I uh, I decide. I feel like I'm getting this appetite for destruction. For sure. I decide to try to save mainly myself, but also <laughs> Ty. Yeah. By throwing this tree directly at the dragon's neck. Okay. Uh, you're going to roll 2d6 plus strength. And I, I don't throw it like um, like a spear, though. I'm not. It's more like, what's that like ball and chain event in the Olympics called? Uh, Where they like spin around. Hammer the throw? Disc- the shock put is not a chain. No, there's, there's no, one no. with a chain. You call it like the hammer throw? Uh, yeah, I'm doing the same thing. The, yeah, the, it's like the yeah. Yeah, hammer throw. Look at that. It's a wild. It's a yeah, the hammer throw. It's a wild. That's that's what I look like right now. Look up a quick video. Olympics 2004 hammer throw. I like this guy. He looks like Jiro. Oh, this is <laughs> this is exactly what I did. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> just to give him, just to give, uh, just to give a visual. Normally, I would cut something like this out, but hey, listeners, Google 2004 Olympics hammer throw, and that's what Jiro's doing as he grabs the root of the tree and starts spinning wildly. He's knocking other trees down <laughs> and tosses it at this dragon. Two d six plus strength. One d six plus one d eight. Yep. Oh, Jesus Christ. Partial nice. success. That's dangerous. And... Okay, but the six is higher than the eight. Oh, Ooh. So if the six is, is the higher die of the pair, the GM will also introduce a complication or danger that comes due to my uh, heedless pursuits. So not only okay, is it a partial it. success, which has a negative to it, but it's a double negative, which is a positive. We're good. Never mind. Well, we're good. Double negative. I think I know what happens No, we're good. Here. Double negative. 
you do spin uh and you do knock trees over and this tree does fly towards the dragon's neck and this tree does hit the dragon's neck and this amulet on the dragon's neck does fall to the ground Woo! Dear, whoa! this dragon is physically unfazed by the tree and release uh, a torrent of orange flame and every tree you knocked over during the toss and, and the tree you tossed at the dragon are now giant snakes and are slithering towards your party approximately how many how many how many trees do you knock over when you do in the spin one <laughs> think higher two knock down four trees okay four trees plus the one you threw at them so you have five giant tree snakes weird ass magical dragon is this i'm sorry in my world of magic you have to deal with the the consequences yo this hammer throw shit is nuts Okay, so you have five giant snakes going to you, and an amulet under the dragon. Jiro, Ty, and Avos are together. Me and Laszlo are out of there. Laszlo and Jotaro have some distance. And this dragon is now staring at you, but I think the more pressing concern is these snakes. Where are the snakes exactly in relevance to all of us? And so for the the four trees you knocked over when you were they're all gonna be right around me. Yes, those are right around you. But you were next to Ty, and you were next to Avos. So essentially, you Avos and Ty are surrounded by by these five of them. No, you're surrounded by four. You're surrounded by four. The amulet is under the dragon, which I will say is like thirty meters away. That's not far at all. Not far. Very not far. How big is the amulet? A squirrel could pick it okay, up. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm getting at. Uh, but next to it is another snake. The snake that fell from Hidden Dragon. So there's three snakes really close to us, one a little bit. No, there's four next oh, to us four, and, then and then a one fifth one that's... over there. Okay. Yep. And Laszlo and Jotoro, I will say, are a good, mm, like, let's say 50 yards away. Does that seem fair? I think we're a little bit further. (laughs) (laughs) We're even further away. And you're still still sliding unless you choose to stop. I feel good about this, what's happening, but I'm not really in control of that. Well, I I think it's Laszlo's decision here. He's the one guiding this journey. What are we doing? What's going on? You, You know what just happened there, and the trees turned to the snakes as the amulet fell, and you're sliding away from your party, Laszlo... What are you doing? Well, I mean, I'm going downhill. Yeah, we're, we're committed to this path. Yeah, I'll let you use your arm and two legs to stop if you choose to. Christ, I, I guess I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Do do you have to? Yeah, I mean, I I have to get that amulet. You know what I think we have to do is trust our friends to be able to get the amulet. Jiro looks. O- Jiro looks over at fucking stupid one arm Laszlo, and. Screams out, Laszlo, stay the fuck out of this. You know what? All right, fine, you little fat shit. I'm heading down there. See you later, pal. Okay. Um, I guess because of this discourse, one of the snakes follows you. Man. 
Oh, cool. That's one less snake yeah, for us. I'll, I'll, just one. All right. So since I'm a squirrel, uh, I'm going to quickly dart past as the snakes are forming to run towards the amulet. You're going to get swallowed. I, I stick with Avos so that I can take on the uh, snake. And I, I, uh, I go. He goes straight for the amulet, while I go straight for the snake. Um, slithery throat. While that happens, hold on. I think while that happens, I need to. I obviously need to snag up these other ones real quick. Jiro uh, is very tired of all the running they've been doing from all the danger, and just decides to scream out his classic phrase: "What are you waiting for?" Twenty-six, twenty-eight plus Constitution. Classic roll. And. That's Oof. really good. He rolled a 10. That's perfect. He rolled a 10, which is a success. The three snakes that were trained on the three of you are now trained on you, Jiro. And they're not looking at... I normally would have made Tyrol to escape, but I am not. Because Jiro drew all the intention of the snakes. Even the one running towards us? Him. Nope. Yeah. No. That one, I don't have. Con- I only I'm have assuming three I that were pretty far from me. that thing and faster, but yeah, you're definitely faster than the snake, 100%. We'll get to that when it happens. Let's go to Avos and Ty now, who are running up to the snake in the amulet below the dragon. So we're we're in like fighting distance now. Yeah, I'll say you're in fighting distance. Right. I mean, I'm so a squirrel. I have my dagger out, and um, what do these, what do these <laughs> snakes look like? They got like cobra little throats or something so uh, imagine what a pine tree looks like or an oak tree i guess this forest is a mix of pine and oak this one is a pine tree so imagine a snake with needles that look like pine needles but you can tell are almost sharper than pine needles and uh i was is definitely thinking su- pineapple for a second continue sorry that's fruit and definitely uh Angry. Size of a tree, needle-like pines, angry, near this amulet. What are you doing? Yeah, I have my dagger out, and I just pierce its um, like little egg sac. Yeah, I think snakes have egg sacs, right? It's genitals. What? Well, it depends what type of... It depends what type of Do, I don't think that. I know enough about snakes to identify It's It's like a sac. snake's balls. And I pierced it. I, I don't think they have that. I think they just lay eggs, but they don't. I feel like they this don't is something. Carry where do they come out of? On them. Okay, yeah. How, God think, damn it! I'm now sure I have to go. How do snakes reproduce? Snakes are not mammals. I'm pretty sure they're mammals, and they just like a uh, a snake just a they're snake just slithers out of them. They lay eggs. <laughs> Fully <They're> definitely right. <laughs> Yeah. Holy shit, are we having this conversation? A snake? I fucking have to Google how do snakes reproduce. <laughs> they're right now, they're definitely not thing. mammals. Alright, okay, here, here we got the male Durant, inserts that was clearly uh, a the joke. male inserts his two sex his two sex organs, okay. Fun- oh, oh, the fork penis. <laughs> the hempathies, which is then extent release the sperm into the snake sex. What? Alright. You know what? These snakes have testicles just to get through this. Acorn testicles? <laughs> so this snake does have acorn testicles just so Ty can do something. All right. And I um, I pierce those with my dagger. Oh, nuts. Roll 2d6 plus dex. 12. That's a success as you cut off this snake's balls. Roll damage. And as normal, probably nice and low. 
A five. Pretty good. No, that's good. That's good. Five. That's good. Oh, that's really good. And this really hurt the snake. The snake is bleeding sap. Out of its hard. Out, out of the cavity left around its snake testicles. God damn it. Exact. You could probably make a nice honey out of that. Uh, Avos, what are you doing? All right, so I imagine this is kind of like a Pixar movie. Uh, little squirrels jumping in and out underneath logs. Uh, <laughs> running up, running on trees. <laughs> running on trees that are like sliding down the mountain. It's all very okay. animated. Uh, There's a lot of fire. I'm dodging it. It's fine. Um, so while Ty is distracting the snake... I will jump for the amulet in squirrel okay. form. And so so this is kind of how well, I guess I guess say what you what you're going to say. I think you get it. I don't I'm not going to make you go okay. that. Okay. Um now what's the dragon doing is my big my big question. All this is happening very fast. The dragon just like finished right, so, fire. The snake didn't have a chance to attack Ty and okay. like all, all of this happened quick. I'm about to play fucking whack-a-mole. All right, so I'm diving, and I and, and I'm a squirrel. But as I grab onto the um, as I grab onto the amulet, I turn back into a human, grab the shadow stick out of my bag, and stick it into the dragon's shadow. Okay. And then and then I am I will turn this time into like a panther or something. I, I have a, I have some kind of cat. Hold on. As I shove the amulet back into my bag, I'll turn into a mountain lion. Where do you keep the bag when you're a squirrel? It just turns into my body. Uh, yeah, it comes into your, his body. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'll put it on. I'll, I'll put the amulet on and turn into Ooh. a metal. Um, Remember last time oh. it like, burned me or some shit? Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess I'll put it in the bag. I put it in my bag and I turn into a mountain lion. But I'm not sticking around to help Ty. I'm fucking booking it. Yeah. I don't need help. Okay. So all of that happened. Uh, you get all of that for free. You rolled a 10, so you did change it to a mountain lion. And you're running away? So I'm not running directly towards, like, I'm not running back towards Ty. I'm turning, I guess, towards the, I guess I'll, like, cut to the left and try to run back towards Jiro and and our pals. Okay. I guess next we'll cut to the dragon who stares at Jiro, takes a giant flap of his wings and tries to fly in his direction. He moves about... Uh, two yards before he slammed to the ground he drops right next to ty and the snake both ty and the snake will have to make a roll to dodge the crush of this dragon so roll one roll 2d6 plus dex ty and a 12 i'm dexterous as fuck and roll 2d6 minus one what is that one for the snake four so you dodge the dragon crashing into the ground, but the snake doesn't. And yeah. the snake doesn't survive the weight of this dragon and is crushed into sticks and leaves and ember. You're next to this dragon right now, Ty. Uh, and you know it's shadow stick to the ground. What do you do? Do I try? I mean, he doesn't have the ammo anymore. Um, I have the rubber ducky still, so I place it on him and run. Okay, you essentially humiliate this dragon, and I'm going to say get this for free. Nice. So happy I threw that tree at him. It turned out to be a good idea. Plus, all these hammer throws videos are fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to cut back to Jiro, who's surrounded by three snakes. 
Jiro remembering a favorite pastime from his homeland where they teach young barbarians uh, how to kill at a very young age. Um, (laughs) It's a little game similar to what our viewers might know as Whack-A-Mole. He he pulls back his big old hammer uh, and just starts playing whack-a-mole with these snakes which i don't remember how big they were but i don't think they're yeah they're the size of a tree so yeah but but like trees are kind of thin um jiro's pretty big definitely longer than jiro maybe definitely jiro weighs more i'll say that yeah yeah that's what i'm saying jiro's Jiro's got size he's not afraid so so you whack one 1d6 plus strength rolls are not on tonight oh roll damage big old hammer it's it's plus two big you smash into the head of one, and it erupts into sap that covers you and your armor. You're now going to take a debility called Sticky, which means you have a minus one in all dex rolls. I use my ability called Samson and get out of it. I don't know what that is, but sure. Okay, you get it. <laughs> you immediately take a debility or break free from any physical or mental restraint. Oh, perfect. Okay. So the sap goes on you, and then you... What does Samson look like? Um... It's similar to Jay-Z's uh, Dirt Off Your Shoulder. <laughs> I just kind of, like, wipe it off. And I'm like, eee, eee, <laughs> Okay. But, like, my whole body. Like, I, not just my shoulder, obviously. I'm, like, wiping the sap really quick yeah, off I, my I whole body. Yeah, I assume you lick some of it, too. Yeah, like, I just, like, almost, like, look at it like it's not, like, the sap was, like, like, what is this? And I just, like, wipe it off as if it's nothing. As if it's water. One of these snakes is obliterated, but the other two aren't. And I think... Both of them are going to attack you now, and they're both going to do 1d6. So one of them does nothing to you. Yeah, strong boy. The, the one of their teeth doesn't make it through your chain armor, while the other one, other well, the other one, yeah, finds teeth. a soft spot in your leg, and does six damage minus two is four damage. Let's just say he finds a soft spot on my foot. <laughs> which was burnt from... Yeah, I like that. Okay, so one's mouth is on your chest. it do nothing, but you have a fang in your foot, uh, and it hurts like a bitch. Let's cut to... Who wants to go? I guess Joe Toro and Laszlo. Yeah, what's up? What do you guys want to do? You have a snake chasing you. Uh, you're gaining distance on it. How, how far do we have to go I mean, to this we're camp? We're gaining distance. Why do we even have to worry yeah, about that's it? What, that's my thought process. We're safe. If you're just going to keep sliding, you keep sliding. I'm going to keep sliding. Okay. And Joe Terry, you're staying on his yeah, back? Yeah, I feel, I feel like this has been working out for me. Okay. Then we'll hop back to Ty. What's going on with the dragon? Dragon's pinned to the shadow stick. There's two snakes alive near Jiro. They're both biting on him. The snake you attacked is squished under the dragon. But the dragon's not, like, making any uh, breath moves or anything? This is all happening really quick. The dragon just slammed into the snake. You look over, you see Jiro fucking destroyed a snake in one swing and has two snakes on him. All right, I'll keep getting some more ground between me and the dragon and uh, start going for one of the snakes. Okay, you're close enough that I think you can run and make a ranged attack on it no you can make a melee attack on it okay. i think so yeah then i take my um bloody sap covered dagger and i slice the nearest snake also in his testicles but from behind oh i'll let you pick the one on his foot or the one on his chest um, remember chest is not doing anything foot is dug in there 
on his ch- foot. Okay. G6 plus dex. I'm good at dex. 13. Big hit. Damage? 8. Okay. So you dig your sappy dagger into his, god damn it, acorn nuts. <laughs> and uh, I guess uh, continue your run in motion and it goes farther up the tree. Jiro can feel the jaws of the snake loosen on his foot as it falls over to dead. Um, Avos, you're up. You have a amulet in your bag, and I'm a mountain lion. And you're a mountain lion. And I was last night. Last I heard, I was running towards uh, Jiro. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep running towards him, and I'm going to leap for the snake that is on his foot. Oh, wait, no, it's on his chest, right? The one that's alive is on his chest, yes. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to leap towards it. The ultimate goal is to, like, land on its head, but not stop running. Like, I, I want to keep running. I just want to knock it off of him and maybe do some damage. Uh-huh. So that's going to... So I guess that'd be a hack and slash, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's an 11. Wow. Good rolls, everyone. Good job. What's your damage? It's D1, D6 is my damage, so four. Uh, okay. So you sink your teeth into the head of this snake... But the bark around its skull is much tougher than the bark around its testicles, and it, it's still alive. So I imagine this happens. Like I roll around in the air with it, and like I let it go. But then yeah. I just keep. I keep running. I'm not stopping to like help them or stick around. Yeah. So its mouth is no longer around Jiro, and Jiro gets to go. Thanks. It looks very hurt. We, we There's just one, one left. Very hurt snake next to you. I just kind of like maul at it with my hand. You can punch it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not. Nah, it's more like a bear, like a bear claw kind of. I like slat. it. Roll. Like Win, like Winston when he's ulting. Okay. Right, I'm still gonna go one d six. Yeah, uh, of course. Roll damage. Okay. After Avos mangled the snake and it lies next to you with the hand that's not holding your hammer, you maul mm-hmm. the snake upwards and it goes flying. It it goes far. You would hit it off the map if we were on Ilios. And it's Dornail dead. There's no snakes around you, Ty and Avos. There's a dragon pinned to a shadow stick. What are you doing? Uh, so I didn't stop running. I'm still running. I'm running towards uh, Jotaro and the robot. Ty Jiro? No more, well, there's one more snake, but it's chasing Laszlo and Jotaro. Hey, uh, Ty... What do you want to do? Um, kill more snakes, but uh, there's only that one over there, so we can go help them. I'll help Jotaro. No, yeah. I wouldn't really help Jotaro, but I'll help Laszlo. Probably get to that snake before he even got to us. Yeah, so we'll we'll head in their direction. Yeah. Okay, you do that. So you're running towards the snake, which is slithering towards Laszlo and Jotaro? Yeah. What are you two doing? Still sliding? Yeah, I don't mean, uh, well, <laughs> Laszlo's in control of this. Laz, are you still sliding? Absolutely. <laughs> you slide to the base of the mountain, which is still, let's say, 200 yards from the encampment. Okay. I would say you slide a couple yards, obviously, on flat ground until you come to a stop. But momentum, you know, does that. Uh, there's a snake following you. There's a dragon, which you don't know is pinned to the ground. What do you do? Well, let's go after the fucking snake. Um... Yeah, whatever you want to do. I feel like we should run back to the camp, but... Well, you little bitch, it's just a little fucking the serpent. far from us. I mean, I've already killed 15 things by myself, so I guess whatever. 
And as you're having this discourse, the snake is able to catch up a, even a little more, and you see it. Okay, well, I, I fucking want to bash it with my robot arm. Well, let me shoot at it first, like, you know? Why? why? Fine, go ahead, magic boy. Yeah, this is pretty far. I'll just I'll shoot a fireball at it. Eight. Hit it. I gotta take, um... I'll take another minus one, whatever. Okay, roll damage. Well, it deals six damage. And you evaporate this... Eh. You, you you shoot a you kill the snake. Describe uh, it. Well, we you know we're sliding down the mountain on the back of this on Jiro, and we see the snake coming. We hit the the flat ground, slide a few meters. I do like a sweet graceful roll off of him. Lazlo wants to go start. He starts running up to go hit the snake with a stick, and I realize that he's this dumb robot doesn't know what he's doing. So I just kind of like yawn with one hand, <laughs> outstretch my other hand, and just shoot a fireball at high velocity straight into the snake's face, and it just leaves a smoldering crater on the ground with no evidence that there ever was a snake there to begin You're with. You're such a prick. <laughs> <laughs> and the next thing you two see is your friends the rest of the table boys running down running down the mountain uh you see most of them covered in sap hey you guys all right keep moving uh just so you guys know 16 is the amount of enemies i've killed so you're running through this forest and you feel a heat and you look behind you and you see a giant orange flame and then a dragon appear above the canopy Logic will tell you that the light from the flame freed him from his shadow stick, and he's flying towards you, and you're running, and he's flying towards you, and you're running, and he breathes breath of fire, and you see, at this point, hundreds of trees turn into snakes. You see rocks turn into moles. You see boulders turn into bears. You see water turn into fucking water things you see water turn into flying swordfish nice. that's gonna work you see heaps of grass turn into porcupines as the entire army of this mountain chases you and you're running on this purple soil the flame still overhead and you've reached the edge of the purple and behind you uh, a snake breaches the edge of the purple and it turns from a snake to a tree. And then a porcupine breaches the edge of the purple. And it turns from a porcupine to blades of grass. And a bear breaches the edge of the circle. And it turns from a bear to a pile of rocks. And finally, the dragon reaches the end of the circle and stops and looks at you and looks back at the volcano and flies away. Wow. Made it out. Crimson. I'll give you one more thing. You look through the dwarven encampment for for loot, for something cool. You all find 200 gold. You find five yellow Sylvester coins. 
and pick a color because you all get one of that color. 